Hello and welcome to another edition of the Latter-day Saint Mission Cast. This is your host, Nick Galetti. On this episode of the Latter-day Saint Mission Cast, we are going to be focusing on the Book of Mormon. More specifically, we're going to have on a guest from Book of Mormon Central. And this is an organization that I want to make you guys aware of for a couple different reasons. Uh, They have some really interesting products out there. And I say products, it makes it sound like they're going to be for a charge or a fee. It's all free, so everything that you're going to hear about has no cost to it. But I also want to bring it up, and as a matter of disclaimer, I do podcasting for Book of Mormon Central and have for the past four years. And so, while uh, I have done some work for them, I hope this is taken in the spirit in which it's given, and that is that the Book of Mormon and the tools that they provide, the supplemental information that they provide, can be an amazing tool for missionaries who are preparing to go on their mission, who are serving their mission, or just member missionaries who would like to have more information about the Book of Mormon as this rich, complex, but wonderful conversion tool. And so we're going to have Jasmine Rapley on, who works for Book of Mormon Central, a nonprofit organization, and she's going to talk about some of the projects they have. And I would like you to take the time to actually download the things that she's going to be talking about and to check out the podcasts and the websites. There really are truly some amazing resources there. So here now is my interview with Jasmine from Book of Mormon Central. Our guest on this episode of the Latter-day Saint Mission Cast is Jasmine Rapley, who comes to us from a wonderful organization called Book of Mormon Central, and we're going to get into some of the fun and wonderful things that they're doing. But first, let's say hi to Jasmine, who's joining us on our uh, COVID-19-friendly Skype chat. Welcome, Jasmine. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Hi, Nick. Thanks for having me on today. So let's first off introduce what Book of Mormon Central is and what your role there is. Book of Mormon Central is designed to be your one-stop shop for everything Book of Mormon. We seek to build faith in Jesus Christ and the Book of Mormon by making the Book of Mormon more accessible and understandable and defensible to the entire world. And we do that through a variety of mediums. We have a Scripture Plus study app. We have a website that has articles and research supporting and defending the Book of Mormon. And we also have various social media channels so that we can reach out to people and get them really excited about studying the Scriptures. My role is I'm a graphic designer and also a project manager at Book of Mormon Central. I help with managing some of the publications that we do on a daily basis, but then I'm also involved in the design and development of the Scripture Plus study app, which I've found very satisfying and an exciting project to be a part of. And we'll get into that a little bit later, but because this is a come follow me year uh, on the Book of Mormon, there tends to be uh, a little bit more avenues for you guys to get out and get the word out about Book of Mormon Central and so on. So what are some of the things that you guys are doing to help people in their Come Follow Me study? Well, we've been really excited this year that it's a Book of Mormon year for Come Follow Me. We've been surprised, pleasantly surprised by the responses we've been getting this year compared to other years. People are coming to our website, to our social media platforms, and wanting to know more about how we can help. And this year, we're doing a few things. 
One of them, which has been the most popular, is a video series by Taylor Halverson and Tyler Griffin, professors at BYU. And they've been doing a video series once a week called Come Follow Me Insights. And they basically just do a Sunday school lesson for you. And it's really easy to just listen to and feel like you've been inspired. And they've uh, had a pretty good response. Uh, The other thing we have is our Scripture Plus study app. We've seen a large influx of people using it for their personal scripture study every day as they're reading the Book of Mormon and going through the Come Follow Me curriculum. Uh, This app has served a really good supplementary function. And then we're also on our website providing a few resources. We publish new articles every week that are in sync with the Come Follow Me curriculum. So right now we're in uh, the General Conference Easter week, so we don't have Book of Mormon necessarily specific content. But last week, it was Enos Through Words of Mormon. And so we published uh, a few articles on Enos Through Words of Mormon and how you can get into context a little better with that. We also publish a resource guide, which has all of the content that Book of Mormon Central produces all in one place for that specific scripture section. And so hopefully it can be your one-stop shop, Enos Through Words of Mormon. Here's everything we have to offer for you so you can just go wild with your study. Yeah. And I I should probably point out to the listeners that, especially our longtime listeners, Taylor Halverson was a guest on a couple episodes, episodes five and six of this podcast. So some of you might remember who he is and the YouTube channel for Book of Mormon Central, as well as the podcast stream has this content from Taylor and Tyler, um, which is awesome content. I've admittedly, I have used their stuff in some of my lessons at home and in my own study as well. It's, it's awesome stuff. So bookofmormoncentral.org is the website and that's where you can go to find a lot of this stuff. But uh, let's focus in a little bit more on this Scripture Plus app and particularly how a missionary might be able to use this in their study. And eventually maybe we could talk about how it may or may not be a good idea to use it in your teaching. But uh, so Let's walk through the Scripture Plus app. What exactly would someone find when they open up the Scripture Plus app? When you open up Scripture Plus, it might feel somewhat familiar and somewhat new. It's designed to be similar to the the Gospel Library app, where you can read your entire standard works and scroll through and read the Scriptures. But what makes Scripture Plus special is that we provide a myriad of supplemental resources so that you can dive deep. When you're reading through Scripture Plus in your main screen, there's going to be a panel at the bottom. And if you pull that panel up, you'll find for each verse in the Book of Mormon a collection of videos and images and insights or commentaries or quotes from general authorities. And, And also you'll find speaker identification who is speaking in this specific verse? Is it Abinadi or is Abinadi quoting Isaiah or is this the Lord speaking? So we have those features in there right now and we plan to develop a lot more. One of the neat things that Scripture Plus has is we have what's called red lettering. And this is something that is somewhat common in other Christian Bibles or other Bible apps that exist out there, but uh, we haven't really seen it in Latter-day Saint circles yet, so we're pretty excited about it. Um, Red lettering is where you highlight the words of deity. Wherever Jesus Christ or wherever Heavenly Father is speaking in the entire Book of Mormon, that's going to be highlighted in red. So you can't miss it. You know for sure whenever the Lord is speaking and to pay special attention to those words. It really brings out a whole different meaning to the Book of Mormon. Now, this is also connected, if I remember correctly, to all of the different church videos, and, and they're kind of all in line. Like, 
as you're scrolling through the app, you'll if you hit a specific verse, there will be a series of links to articles and different content that has been created to support the content of that verse or that chapter. And a lot of that will point, of course, to Book of Mormon Central stuff, which is awesome. And we should probably put in a side plug, if you will, for this Know Why series, as a lot of the study content that missionaries can kind of dig a little deeper into and learn more about the Book of Mormon comes from this series. So what exactly is the Know Why? So Know Whys are media-enriched articles that draw out and expound upon either a doctrinal gem or a difficult question or a contextual issue that you may not have thought about before. And it will ask different questions and answer them in new ways. So for example, I'm in the Scripture Plus app right now in 1 Nephi chapter 1, verse 1. And when I tap on it, this is a scripture we're familiar with, I, Nephi, having been born a goodly parent, I look down into this bottom study panel, and under the insights, I see quite a few no-whys. And one of them is, why does Nephi begin by saying, I, Nephi. If you've ever wondered that question, this is a know-why that would go into what are ancient historical precedents for starting a document with I, Nephi, or I, Panamu, or I, Ashurbanipal. It's it's actually a common way to start a, a document, and uh, you wouldn't know that unless you dug a little deeper into the history. So the know-why answers that question, but then in the why section of the know-why, there's a no, and then there's a why. It's going to talk about why it's important to you, why it elucidates the Book of Mormon better, or why it applies to you in your life. What devotional meaning can we get from this? And uh in this case, knowing about the historical precedence of I, Nephi, helps us understand Nephi as an author a little better and can give us a little bit of appreciation for him writing this autobiography a little bit. And so so that's kind of the idea of what these know-whys do. And there are hundreds of them throughout this app so that you can continually explore as you have questions about the Book of Mormon. And so as, as far as a missionary goes, this is a, a resource for their personal study. And they can learn more and more about the Book of Mormon. It should be made available to all people through the various app stores. But this might be one of those resources that mission presidents need to approve or not approve. It, it is licensed material from the church. But um, what have you found has been the, the response of mission presidents to this app and to Book of Mormon Central in general? Yeah, mission presidents, uh, we, we've had some mixed responses a lot of mission presidents are pretty restrictive and limited in what they're allowing their missionaries to read. But what we found is helpful is that, as you mentioned, the church has licensed us to use the text of the scriptures specifically to develop this app. The church understands that this is an important thing to happen. They know what we've been doing. They've been pretty closely involved with keeping tabs on the development of this app, and they're very pleased. We've had conversations back and forth, and uh, we also foresee collaboration in the future, too. We would love to work more closely with the church as well. And so I personally think it's a wonderful resource for missionaries. And we have had mission presidents just blanket approve Book of Mormon Central content. There's been a couple missions in Mexico, for example, where mission presidents have just loved this and have approved it because nice thing about Scripture Plus is it's not just in English. We have an entire Spanish team devoted to translating Book of Mormon Central content. And so the Scripture Plus app is also in Spanish. So as far as missionary study goes, there's a bunch of reasons why I think this app can be really helpful for missionaries. But one 
one of which is for language study. If yeah. you're in a, a Spanish-speaking mission and you need to read the Book of Mormon, and not only can you read the Book of Mormon in verses like it usually is, but we have several versions of the Book of Mormon in both languages. You can read the Book of Mormon like it was originally printed in the 1830 edition. As you may know, in the 1830 edition, there weren't verses in the same chapter headings. They were just all in paragraphs, and it flowed like a more fluid story, and the chapters were in much larger chunks than we have today. And so if you've ever wanted to read the original 1830 edition, you can do that in English and in Spanish. And so that's that's a pretty exciting, interesting that thing. That is. That's awesome. As far as other ways it can help, I think personal study is going to be your most important way. As a missionary, this is your best chance to understand the gospel like you never have before, especially right now as missionaries are coming home early or are being sent home for a temporary period before their reassignment. They may feel like their ability to proselytize and to reach people through the gospel is limited. And so right now, the best way you can serve the church and spread the gospel is through gaining a testimony yourself right now. This time has been given and consecrated so that you can study the Book of Mormon like you never have before, so that you can then go forth and be a more effective servant in the Lord's hands. Yeah, so Book of Mormon Central, again, is, is an awesome resource, and there's the Scripture Plus app, the Wise. Please visit bookofmormoncentral.org to check all that information out and see some of Jasmine's hard work that she's been putting together. And there are other resources, but focusing more now on this missionary filter, um, the Book of Mormon in, in general has been used in missionary work from even before the church was organized in, in some form. It brought people into the church as part of its translation process. And it seems to have a, a very, un it plays a very unique role that nothing else can. What are some of the ways that, as you've been working, Book of Mormon Central, what, it's been three, four years now that, that they've been around? Uh, how, yeah, it started in 2016, so about four years. Yeah, so what has been your impression of the role of the Book of Mormon in missionary work since being with Book of Mormon Central for the last four years? Well, as someone who did their undergraduate degree in biblical studies, I had a particular appreciation for the Bible and thought, that Latter-day Saints should, you know, love the Bible more and we should be using it more because that's what other Christians use. But in my last four years at Book of Mormon Central, I can't tell you what a 180 I've done as far as recognizing the importance of the Book of Mormon as the keystone of our religion. The Book of Mormon teaches a lot of beautiful things and there are unique doctrines we don't get anywhere else in the Book of Mormon. But I think even more importantly, the Book of Mormon itself serves as a sign of the restoration and serves as a sign of God's miracles being present today. And this is something that uh, Professor Grant Hardy has talked about before, that in the early days of the church, the Book of Mormon was used as a tool in missionary work, but predominantly as a sign that God spoke to prophets today. If the Book of Mormon is true, then there really was an angel that came to Joseph Smith, which means there really were plates, and which means there really was a God who is involved in the lives of men, and that God is behind this church. And so that was in a lot of ways, a big thing for converts, that this is a, a miracle. The Book of Mormon itself is a miracle, and it's a sign of, of God's hand in this work. Um, but in addition, like I said, the Book of Mormon teaches us a lot. And something not as readily recognized is that the Book of Mormon was kind of our first handbook of administration in the church. As we're gaining these new converts, the church is just barely starting. We're trying to uh, convert people and grow this movement. 
But um, without, we're slowly starting to get sections in the Doctrine and Covenants and revelations to come forth. But our first source to know how to function in the church, how to operate, what priesthood is, that all comes from the Book of Mormon. We learn how to baptize from the Book of Mormon. We learn how to ordain in the Book of Mormon. We learn how to administer the sacrament in the Book of Mormon. And there's several dozen more things that the Book of Mormon specifically teaches us for that first generation of converts and church members as we're trying to figure out how to do it. And since then, the Book of Mormon has been flooding the earth with missionary work. The Book of Mormon is our number one tool for getting people to understand and recognize God's love in a different way that isn't necessarily offered in other sects of Christianity. And it's interesting, too, when you look at the the history of the Book of Mormon as sometimes using the word tool is not a great thing. It makes it feel very uh, one-dimensional in a way. But the idea that the Book of Mormon serves this very important and critical function is is such a powerful thing, but it's also something that sometimes we're afraid of in in some ways. We're we're a little reticent to share it. What have been some of the reasons you've found that people might be a little more tentative in sharing the Book of Mormon with others? Well, for the same reason that it brought converts to the church is one reason that it might be a little scary to share because we're talking about metaphysical things. We're talking about the supernatural, that there really was an angel And there really were gold plates of an ancient people from the Americas. Those are bizarre claims to make. And those are really quite bold. And so it might be scary to talk about how that's what we believe in. That's our religion. Uh, There's a Steve Colbert quote that I just absolutely love about uh, Mormonism. He says, you know, the Mormons are crazy because they believe that Joseph Smith received plates on a hill from an angel, when everyone knows that Moses received stone tablets from a burning bush on a mountain. And, you know, (laughs) when you compare the two, um, we're really talking about similar experiences where the divine is interacting with humanity. And in order to accept any sort of Christianity, you do have to accept it on faith. And faith is such a scary thing, but uh, it can be an empowering thing. And the Book of Mormon is true. The Book of Mormon was from God and did come from an angel, from gold plates. And when we can accept that, the doors of Revelation open wide. And it's interesting, too, because missionaries, when they go out and they are preaching the gospel to people, this is one of the early things that they bring up. I mean, we talk to people about God and Jesus Christ and the plan of salvation, but it really does kind of pull back to the Book of Mormon. And if it is such an important tool, it feels like it should be such a central part of our study that we really, really truly need to know it in as rich a way as possible, which is part of why I love the Scripture Plus app, why I love what Book of Mormon Central is doing in helping people gain a greater understanding of it. Now, there is also the reverse side of this, and that is there are ways that as important and as great and grand as the Book of Mormon is, that there are ways are bad to use it in missionary work, that it has been used wrong or perhaps even in some ways in a negative. And what are some ways that we might want to avoid using the Book of Mormon as we teach others the gospel of Jesus Christ? That's a great question. And I think one of the most common ways that we maybe misuse the scriptures is by taking things out of context. And that's a phrase we might be familiar with, 
Um, but context is kind of tricky because while we might talk about taking scriptures out of context, the reality is that the scriptures are automatically out of context for us because we are living hundreds of years later in a very different culture. And so automatically, whenever we approach the scriptures, we really should be doing our part to put the scriptures back into context, not just reading the verses that surround our verse, but thinking about what would this have meant to the original audience? Who is my original audience? How did they live? Are we talking about ancient America? Are we talking about ancient Israel? What kind of factors are influencing their worldview that might be different from mine? And on your mission, you may encounter other Christians or other um, people in general who want to scripture or Bible bash with you, as we've talked about. And these can be dangerous settings because we often are resting the scriptures out of context and, and cherry picking them to prove a point. But the Book of Mormon is not a rhetorical weapon. It's, it's the fullness of the gospel and it is a blessing of salvation. And so to use it as a weapon in that way, I think is not only doing a disservice, it's it's a little bit sacrilegious if you think about it. Yeah. And we won't, ultimately, we can't convert those uh, who have a contentious heart to begin with. But we also shouldn't be afraid of those tough questions because tough questions are often what drive our curiosity and motivation to study and dive deeper. So if you're coming across on your mission tough questions or people conflicting with you or arguing with you about certain things, we really shouldn't be seeking to pick a fight. But I hope that you kind of take those to heart and take them back to your personal study to give you that motivation to really ask difficult questions and to dive deep and wonder what did this what does this really mean and what does what are the implications for my faith about this hard question. You know, that's one of the things that I found cuz I served my mission back in 97 through 99. So, it's been a while, but I'm not that ancient. But the idea is <laughs> is, is still there that when we teach about the Book of Mormon, we're always extending what we call Moroni's challenge or Moroni's promise that's found in Moroni chapter 10, which is clearly to, you know, to pray about the Book of Mormon and things, things like that. But even in that respect, there are times where you feel like perhaps when we use the scriptures to just point out, these are the three important verses right here. These ones here at the very end, let's skip to the end and, and read these here. And, and we don't emphasize the need to read the whole thing, to, to really dive into the Book of Mormon and allow it to surround them. What, what are some of the other areas in which we could stand to improve our use of the Book of Mormon as a missionary-slash-teaching tool? Well, I'll just give you one example. In Mosiah 18, verse 10, that's, that's a scripture we often turn to for missionary work. And it's the one about being baptized. It says, uh, if you have, if this be the desire of your hearts, what have you against being baptized in the name of the Lord as a witness that you've entered into a covenant with him? And I feel like sometimes we we take that out of context and we use it as, uh, see, gotcha, or see, you feel the spirit, what have you against being baptized? And we use it as a, as a persuasive tool, but we're not necessarily getting the whole picture of what that scripture truly means. And we lose some of the beauty and power of it when we do. I mean, it's one thing to tell someone they should be baptized by putting that scripture in their face, but it's another thing 
to appreciate the story of Alma himself and how that scripture kind of is culminating this beautiful narrative. And now I shouldn't bag too hard on using that scripture because my own father is a convert to the church from Argentina and Mosiah 18.10 was exactly the verse that converted him to the gospel. (laughs) So I I have a great appreciation for it. And uh, my life would be very different if my father never joined the church. But when we're talking in this specific instance, when you're reading in Scripture Plus, for example, you tap on it and there's a bunch of quotes and no-wise and articles and commentaries kind of explaining this section a little better. And one of them is that we think of baptism so often in terms of repentance and remission of sins and of cleansing ourselves because we're going into the water. And while that is a valid symbol, in the Book of Mormon, they didn't think about baptism in a cleansing way, necessarily. In some ways, they thought about the Spirit as being something that's purifying and cleansing you. The fire of the Spirit is what's going to cleanse you from your sins. The baptism is a sign that you're entering into a covenant. It's the token that you are entering into a covenant with God. And I think it makes us think of that scripture differently when we talk about how Alma is setting up his monologue about covenants, about how we're going to mourn with those that mourn and how covenants are important and how it brings us into this community. And I think it makes verse 10 a lot more powerful when we think of baptism in terms of covenant instead of just cleansing, which it also is a part of. As far as uh, other ways that we can use the Book of Mormon as an effective teaching tool, Understanding the original history of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints surrounds the Book of Mormon. Understanding how Joseph Smith translated the Book of Mormon, understanding more what the witnesses experienced and felt, how the Book of Mormon came forth, how it was received by those early converts, is an important way in understanding as a missionary how you can then share that message with others. How did they originally think of the Book of Mormon? How were those first converts converted? And how can I then apply that to my life? And the Book of Mormon is a critical part of that. Next year in Come, Follow Me, we'll be studying church history and doctrine and covenants. And even though we're moving on to a different book of scripture, in so many ways, the Book of Mormon is is the centerpiece of that. It's what started it all. And I feel that as missionaries, we can get, have greater power in preaching and proselyting the more that we study the history of the Book of Mormon and, and try to find ways that we can apply that to how we teach and interact with investigators and converts. And one of the things that I I think we could probably say in summary here is that there is a history of the people of the Book of Mormon that we can learn about, their culture, their the context as you talked about. There is the history of the Book of Mormon in our day, how it came forward. And then there's this ongoing history of how it continues to influence the world. And I think that there are so many different ways in which the Book of Mormon today continues to play an active role in bringing forth the gospel of Jesus Christ and being that thing that our faith can can be supported by. It is the keystone of our religion, as it said. And Book of Mormon Central, again, has this almost unique role. I don't know any other organization quite like it that has the ability to take such rich scholarship and take that culture, take the history, the modern history, and kind of put it all together under one app as a centralized source to study the different aspects of the Book of Mormon to the missionary, to the member. And overall, I guess, in essence, as you've done the Scripture Plus app, as you've been working for Book of Mormon Central since its beginnings, 
Where do you see the Book of Mormon central products, if you will, moving forward from here? What else do we see coming that might be able to get us even more excited about what you guys have to offer to teach us more about the Book of Mormon? Well, as I mentioned before, next year is Church History and Doctrine and Covenants for our Come Follow Me curriculum. And Book of Mormon Central is planning on preparing materials that can help users and Latter-day Saints study that better. We have uh, projects in the pipeline that are coming out, and I'm probably not at liberty to talk about most of them, but one that you can look forward to is called Evidence Central. It'll be another satellite project. We have, uh, for example, we have Pearl of Great Price Central as a project that Book of Mormon Central does that talks about the Book of Abraham and Joseph Smith history. And we're also working on one called Evidence Central. And this is one where we hope will be a central hub for defending the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we're going to start with specifically the Book of Mormon, just pure, unadulterated evidences that the Book of Mormon is true and that it really took place. And so that's a really exciting thing to look forward to. Um, But through my time at Book of Mormon Central, we have been very humbled and overwhelmed by the response, and we truly feel the Lord's hand in it. Our boss, Kirk Magleby, always says, when the Lord wants something done, he inspires multiple people to do it. And we've seen time and time again where that's happened, where multiple people have come together with an idea or an inspiration, and we find multiple people have been thinking about the exact same thing, and we find success therein. And one of I mean, the thing that really makes it worth it the most is seeing the response from people and how it's making a difference in their lives. One person, after using our app recently talked about how for the first time in a while, I feel excited to start scripture study. This app makes me feel like I will be able to understand what is going on and have a deeper connection to the events that happened in scripture. It feels so easy to have it all in one place. And I've had other conversations with other people who said, I just, I never realized that I never knew how to study the scriptures. Now, until I started using this app where it has everything there, all of the library and resources are just all in one place. And so when I'm reading the scriptures, instead of having to think about, well, how should I be studying this? It feeds it right to me. Questions, commentary, insights, things I never thought about before. And before I know it, I've gone down a rabbit hole and I'm in my scripture study for a half hour and it feels like no time has gone by at all. And so for us, that's what makes it all worth it. And we anticipate in getting user feedback as much as possible so that we in the future can roll out new features. We're working right now on doing reading plans in the Scripture Plus app, and I think this is where missionaries come in particularly. Um, These reading plans are going to be a curated set of each day you'll have a list of things to read, a Scripture to read, and in addition you might have a video to watch or a, a know why to read, and it'll go it will go day by day, and we're currently working on one for Preach My Gospel. You want to read a little bit of Preach My Gospel? Well, here's some supplementary resources to really elucidate what Preach My Gospel's principles are trying to get across. And so lots of exciting stuff coming in the pipeline, and we just really humbly hope that the Lord will inspire us and help us and that we can get as much feedback from the members of the church as we can. And I, I want to make sure that we're clear on this point. Nothing the Book of Mormon Central is putting out on their website has a cost. There's there's no there's no fee to people. This is all being made available for free, correct? Correct. It's 100% free. And I always forget to bring that up and it's the most it's the best selling point. But we are a nonprofit organization. Everything we do is to echo the words of Isaiah without money and without price. This is the gospel and we want to make it available to everyone in multiple languages. 
So make sure again to check out bookofmormoncentral.org. They have podcasts on your favorite podcast platforms. And most specifically, please take the moment to download the Scripture Plus app. It's available on app stores, or I think you can go to scriptureplus.org. Is that right? That's correct. You can find links for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle. Awesome. That is amazing. And thank you again, Jasmine, for coming on and sharing all the amazing things you guys are doing at Book of Mormon Central. Thanks, Nick, for having me. Thank you for listening to this interview. I hope you found it wonderful, enlightening, and I even more so hope that you find the resources that Book of Mormon Central offers to be a valuable training tool, learning tool, and that you're able to take the spirit of this message in finding a way to implement it into your life that is going to be in harmony with the rules of your mission, your mission president, and not as the replacement for your Book of Mormon study, but rather a very wonderful supplement. So please check out bookofmormoncentral.org. If you have any stories that you would like to share with us and that you would like us to put back out on the podcast, please send us your stories about how the Book of Mormon was a conversion tool in your life or in the life of someone that you taught. Please send us those stories on our Facebook page, or you can email me at contact at ldsmissioncast.com.